Welcome to this week's episode of the Thinking Big Podcast. Today, I welcome my friend, Dr. Justin Mosley, to the show as we discuss how to exchange our comfort for our calling. Justin runs a very successful chiropractor's office, but after a near-death experience, Justin had to ask himself, why is he still here? And now, more than anything, Justin is passionate about helping entrepreneurs overcome their limiting beliefs, gain massive confidence, and step into their greatest power, all while crafting lives of prosperity, freedom, and impact. My biggest takeaways from this episode are, you don't have to have a near-death experience to figure out what your true calling is, and how can we exchange our comfort for our calling. So today, we are thinking big on our mindset. Welcome to the Thinking Big Podcast with Sean Osborne, the show helping you think bigger into your life and potential. Sean believes by equipping you with the tools, strategies, and philosophies required to be successful in all aspects of your life, you can achieve anything you believe in. Empowering our own growth makes a deeply positive and lasting impact on our lives, community, and our world. Now, here's Sean. Everybody from the Thinking Big Tribe, I want to welcome uh, Justin to the show today. Now, we met, I'd say, I think it was back in February. Uh, we were doing uh, Summit Fest Live. We were speakers at, uh, at Summit Fest. And one of the things that uh, immediately jumped out is everything you do is about mindset. Uh, you are the mindset doctor. And yes. my passion, one of my passions is obviously mindset as well. So it's just funny to see people from all different walks of life. I, I wasn't a mindset person growing up. That wasn't my career. Uh, I don't think that, you know, we're going to learn, but it's not necessarily wasn't your career, but there's things that happened right. to, to us on our journey that really uh, changed the course of what we do, changed the course of what we're passionate about. And uh, th- talking about the mindset, I'm telling you, I am so passionate about the mindset, what the mind can do, uh, what we can achieve as, as, as human beings. So welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. Yeah, thank you for having me. And yeah, we we really hit it off talking about that because we do have so much in common when it comes to studying mindset. And really, I know for me and I think for you as well, it started with our own personal growth, yeah. diving into and wanting to learn more and grow more. And even for me, I read my first Tony Robbins book when I was 16. I still have the book, Awaking, Awaken the Giant Within. Yeah. And that really transformed my own thinking to what is possible. And then by changing our mindset, we can change the outcome of our lives. Yeah. And that really put me on the trajectory to study mindset and personal growth and development. Yeah. And the funny thing is, so you look back at things from, I don't know, back in the early 1900s, stuff like <clears throat> Think and Grow Rich, you know, stuff that Napoleon Hill yeah. did. And then you you start going up in the last hundred years to like things, uh, 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 fleet uh, with his, you know, with his, uh, stick man and, and his, you know, concept of uh, conscious and, and subconscious mind. And you go into yep. stuff like Maxwell Maltz, and then you go into, you know, stuff that I've been learning lately is stuff on, uh, you know, thinking fast and slow. Uh, Daniel mm. Heinemann, uh, Kahneman, uh, you know, he won the Nobel yep. Prize on that. And it's moving from, so this whole concept of mindset, 20 years ago, this was like woo-woo, you know, woo-woo crap yeah, that right. you, you, you literally don't talk about. It's like, yeah, yeah. But the stuff that's coming out, this is actual science now. It's not just some, you know, right. made up random, you know, crap that people, you know, want to talk about. This is actual science on how things, on, on how our mind works and, 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 and the 
true power of, of what our mind is. So I, yeah. what is your background? Because I know it's not mindset. So what, what right, is yeah. your background? So I'm a chiropractor by trade. My wife's a chiropractor as well. And we still own a clinic outside of Nashville, Tennessee. And we opened our clinic together in 2012 and just had a family practice helping people, making a difference. And along the way, I had friends that were chiropractors reaching out and said, hey, I'm, I'm struggling in practice. Can you help me? And of course, I wanted to help them. But what I quickly realized, it was never their business. It wasn't their systems, their procedures. It was always their level of mindset and personal growth and development that was holding them back. And once they shifted that and created a new level of mindset, a new level of awareness, then their business took off. So I loved doing that. And then fast forward to 2018, I actually, uh, things, life was good running a practice it was helping people i was living my purpose i was helping these other doctors and then 2018 i went on a men's retreat and actually had a near-death experience we went whitewater rafting and the raft actually tipped it tipped over and i got caught underneath the rapid and it started pushing me down and the last thing i remember was i thought to myself i'm not coming back up and then everything just went black and then after that everything just went bright white and it was the most peaceful, serene feeling I'd ever had. And then in that moment, I heard a voice that said, wake up. And thankfully I did. I came back to consciousness and I was stuck underwater between two rocks. And I tried to push and I didn't budge. And thankfully I kept pushing, my adrenaline kicked in and I pushed hard enough to break the buckle on my life jacket. And I actually floated to the top, floated down the river, gasping for air. Um, I was rocked. I was in a state of shock right after that. But really that was the wake up call that I needed because yeah. we all question our purpose in life. Yeah. Why are we here? Yeah. What is this all about? Yeah. But in that moment, I asked a new question. I said, why am I still here? Because things could have been completely different in that moment. Yeah. What if I didn't hear her wake up? What if I wouldn't have been able to, to break free? So, and then I question like, if it would have ended then, is this the legacy that I want to leave? And what I realized by processing all of that, a couple of things I learned was, yes, I was living my purpose, but I was playing way too small. And what I realized is I had gotten comfortable that things were good, things were happening, I was helping people, but I was just staying in my comfort zone. Right. And what I realized, I needed to exchange my comfort for my calling. I yeah. knew that that had a calling in my life to help more people make a bigger impact, but I needed to stop being comfortable. And I needed to be get uncomfortable, step out there, and then step into my true calling. And that's what I do now, get to help people from all over the world with mindset, and personal growth and development, all because I was willing to step forward. Yeah. And it was completely different. I didn't know this whole online world putting out content. And really, it just started for me. Of I was like, I, if money wasn't an issue, I could just help people make a difference. And something that brings me joy, I was like, I just want to put out content on mindset and personal growth. Yeah. It changed my life. I know it's going to change other people's. But again, I was like, I don't know if anybody's going to listen. I'm just going to start putting stuff out there. But they did. As you know, I mean, that's people need this now yeah. more than ever. Yeah, yeah. But the biggest thing is that they don't realize that they need it. And we work with a lot of business <laughs> owners, and they want the next strategy. They want yeah. the next funnel. They want whatever that next shiny thing is. Yep. Not realizing it's the mindset shift yeah. they need that makes all the difference. Yeah, people don't realize to get better, you got to get better. <laughs> I mean, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it, it's and not you, a technology. You 
yeah, you mentioned Napoleon Hill. I mean, all that I read that uh, Think and Grow Rich every couple of years just because yeah. it's so good. And Jim Rohn was another great one. Absolutely, yeah. And he talked about it like, don't wish things that were easier. Wish you were better. <laughs> yeah. And like, work at getting better, and things <laughs> around you get better. I think we've we've missed a lot of that. I, we need so much more of that in in our society today. Is you know, don't wish for things to be easier. Don't wish for wish to be better, wish to have better skills, wish to, you know, think bigger, wish to, you know, there's so many things you can wish for than it to be, uh, to be easier. Now you yeah, said yeah. on that near death experience. Now I'm I, just from a mindset standpoint, I'm, I'm extremely interested in that is what do you think? I have my opinion, but where do you think that came from when it said, wake up? Do you think that was your subconscious telling your conscious, Hey, you better get the Get your shit together. Wake your ass up. Go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because it was twofold. One was obviously wake up to consciousness, but then it was a wake up to the reality of life. Like, what is, what is this about? And I think that's for anybody listening. A lot of people have heard yeah. my story and was like, well, yeah, that's great for you. You had this experience, but I've never had anything like that happen to me. Well, the reality is you don't need a near-death experience. Right. And another reality, a lot of people listening, you're dying a slow death right now in your jobs, in your business, <laughs> in your relationships, things are going a certain way and you need to wake up. So this is your wake up call. Wake up, stop playing small. And that's the wake up that I had. I was playing way too small. But the reality is you're not doing the world any favors by playing small. No. You're here for a reason. You can ask yourself right now, that same question that I heard was, why am I still here? Well, yeah. you listening, you woke up today, you have air in your lungs, your heart is beating, you are still here for a reason. Yeah. If you process that reason of why you're still here and go out and make an impact in the world, man, possibilities are endless. Yeah. And one of the things that I teach or one of the things that I believe is every single human in this planet, on this planet, has a genius within them. They have something that is just them, something that is special, something that the world needs. And I don't care where you come from. I don't care where you are financially. I don't care. It does not matter. You have a genius within you and a genius to be able to help somebody else out. You're no, I don't care where you are. You're always at least one or two steps ahead of somebody. And that somebody is, is someone that you can, you can help. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the biggest thing, and I'm sure you run into this trying to help people with this too, is they don't they don't really know. They're like, but I don't know what my gifts are, what my genius is. Right. And like you said, it's like you are an expert. The stuff that you've been through, your past experiences, that is you went through that for a reason. And maybe it's just to educate the person that's one or two steps behind you and be there for that person and walk them through it. So same thing with me and I know you on your mindset journey. Like I started because I was into mindset and it was helping me. And then I was like, well, how many other people can I help with the, the things that I've learned, the experiences right. that I've had? So yeah, you're always, we're all experts. We just have to tap into and spend the time. Like people don't really spend the time reflecting. Yeah. Our, we're so in go mode every day. We just repeat the same stuff over and over. We go to our jobs, whatever our routines are daily, but we don't just stop and reflect. Yeah. Like and what, what are those experiences you've been through? What knowledge do you have that you could share with someone else? Yeah. And that's something, I think that's something that's, that's hard to do. I mean, we're every day, whatever we're doing, we're constantly asking, you know, what can I do? What's next? What, you know, what's my genius? What, you know, what, what this, what this, but we never, you mentioned it. We never stop to listen to what I call the universe answer yeah. back to us. We, right. <laughs> our ears are close. We're always asking, we're always asking, but we're never listening and taking that quiet time to 
really sit down and listen to what those intuitions are, what those, you know, those little ideas that get popped into our mind, you know, what those are. We always dismiss them as, oh, that's stupid. That's, that'll never right. work. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's the thing is like the answer is already inside of us. Yeah. The question is, are you going to be still enough to hear it? Yeah. Because we are so busy and technology now, if we're not working or doing something, we're on our phones and scrolling through social media. But yeah, really setting that time to just let yourself basically stop thinking, yeah. but then get the answers you're looking for. Yeah, I think I, I I personally think that distractions are probably one of the upper reasons why we can't tap into what our creativity, tap into our imagination is, you know, we're so creativity and imagination and, and thinking of those things that it takes resources. It takes, you know, it takes things that you have to focus, you have to concentrate. And if you're always, you know, squirrel, squirrel, you, you don't, yeah. you don't hear that. No, I was just, uh, totally agree with that because, and again, it, it goes back to whoever you are listening, you've been through things for a reason. Maybe you studied certain things for a reason because something that you like and you enjoy, well, there's people that you could teach. There's people that you could help along the way. Maybe it's you've been through broken relationships and you felt the pain, the struggle. Well, maybe you came out of the other side and you're here to help somebody else go through their struggles. Right. Yeah. And I, I you know, what, what do you think about the philosophy of if you have, if you have an issue in your life? whether it's in relationships or whether it's in financial, whether it's in whatever it's in health, there is something within your mindset that is preventing you from having the good relationship. The, in other words, if you have a problem, there's, there's a corresponding mindset that's keeping you exactly where you, where you are. Yeah, absolutely. And it's your outer world is a reflection of your inner world. Yeah. So, if, and especially if you keep seeing the same patterns that are happening, and maybe certain people are treating you a certain way, a lot of times it's a reflection of the way that you're treating others yeah. or the things are going in your life. You're just seeing it being mirrored back to you. And that's why you're actually becoming aware of it. But it's really a reflection of yourself. Yeah. And the more you can pause and reflect, and I think one of the biggest awarenesses for people is just realize everybody has their own perspective. And none of them are real. They're all a perspective. Yep. Like there's a perspective of who you think you are to other people. Yeah. Well, that's different from who they actually think you are. Yeah. And that's even different for who you actually are. Yep. So they're all different perspectives. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's taking the time to process, well, who are you really? And that's one of the questions that came from my near-death experience. It's like getting really clear at who are you, number one. Not who have you become because of your experiences and maybe – even the job that you're doing. And that, that's one of the shifts that I had in life. Like I was a chiropractor and I blew my shoulder out adjusting. So I couldn't physically adjust anymore. And I went through a dark period because I was like, that's my identity. I'm a great chiropractor. I right. help people. And then I couldn't actually do it. But there was a great shift that happened when I realized that chiropractic is what I did, but that's not who I am. Exactly. So whatever you're doing, if you're, you're listening to this, whatever you're doing is not who you are. That's just what you do. It may be yeah. the vehicle for, for who you are, but really find out who you are and what you're put here to do. And that's the second question is, what do you want? Yeah. What do you want to do? And that's the hardest thing for people to answer because you ask them what they want, they'll give you a whole list of what they don't want. Yep. I don't want this in my life. I don't want that. I don't want that. Well, get really clear on what you do want, and then you yeah. can make a plan to move towards that. Yeah. And what's funny is people don't realize that there, it, it is science. It, there is a law of attraction. And when you sit yeah. there, 
<laughs> and and <laughs> if you can name everything you don't like, guess what you're going to be attracting into your life? You're going to be attracting all these damn More things that. that you don't want. But yeah, people <laughs> ask, right. what, what do you want? I don't know. I, I can tell you I don't want this and I don't want that, but <laughs> they, yeah, can't, they yeah. can't tell you what they, what they do want. Yeah, and that's what's cool. You mentioned like now there's science behind that. Because yeah. even the, the law of attraction years ago was just woo-woo. Yeah. Like, oh, that's just a concept. But no, it, it, it's a reality. And there's there's a segment of your brain called the reticular activating system, which actually filters out what you see in your life. So like right now, there's trillions of inf- bits of information coming into your body. Yep. But you don't know what's going on in your left foot unless I say, hey, think about your left foot, wiggle your toes. Then you actually feel that. So that's what's happening all day. We're going, our filters are up and we're filtering out all this stuff versus when you get crystal clear on what you want to see. So think about if you've ever wanted to buy a new car, you start looking at cars, then on the road, you start seeing those cars everywhere. They were always there before, but now your reticular activating system allows that to actually come through for your brain to process. So the more clear that you can get, the more things will start to show up that are good in your life. Yeah. There is such an amazing amount. So one of the things that I've studied is the, the actual – so I, I love looking at the technology of things. I like I like you tell me how – yeah, this is how it works. And I'm like, okay, that's great, but I want to know why. I want, I, I yeah, want to know how. So <laughs> looking at looking at the you know the technology of the mind and how the mind, mind, mind works, and yeah, it, it's filtering out so much data. You, you're getting presented – such a little fraction of what's what it's actually experiencing and it's edited and it's you know pushed into your conscious but that's you're you're getting a fraction <laughs> right yeah of, of what's actually out there now now one of the things you mentioned is and I think it's something that that's extremely important and you hear it all the time uh, but the comfort zone and and what the, to me that that is probably one of the biggest things that people need to understand is what the comfort zone is. Cause again, you hear it all the time and it's, you know, used on all these different things, but how do you get, how do you recognize, you know, when you're in your comfort zone and, and, and how, you know, what are things that you do to really get your ass out of that, out of that zone? Yeah. Yeah. And then that's a tough one. Cause even for me before that near death experience, I, again, I was living my purpose. So I thought I was helping people. I was making a difference. But until that happened to me, that's when I truly questioned, man, I am playing way too small. And for anyone listening, that's my call to you today. No matter how big you're doing, something you're doing, you're still playing way too small. Yeah. Because we limit ourselves. Like God, universe, whatever you believe in, there's a bigger purpose for why you were here. Right. So if you can tap into, okay, what is my bigger purpose? And then start to go for that. Then you'll realize, okay, I am comfortable. And comfort can come in different ways. You could be successful and get comfortable and say, hey, things are going great. I need to just stay here. Or not being successful. A lot of people are comfortable being unsuccessful because they realize it's going to get really uncomfortable to step into the next level. So that's where fear, worry, doubt, all those things start to creep in. So they're like, yes, I want to be successful. I want to reach this next level. But that's actually more painful than just staying here and not being happy with my life. Right. So that's the hardest part. Is, is, and I think that what makes it easier, though, is to tap into something bigger than yourself. Yeah. Making an impact in other people's lives, which is no, I know why you do everything that you're doing. Yeah. That's why you do this show is like because the impact that you can make. So people don't see the work that goes on behind the scenes, the editing, and all the stuff that you do to just even make one podcast happen. 
but it makes it all worth it knowing that you could change somebody's life. Yeah. And that's, you know, and that, that is one of the things that if one person ever listens to one of these episodes and gets a <clears throat> gold nugget that helps them get out of whatever they're in, uh, it is so, so worth the, the time that we do, that we put into these, these types of things. And you mentioned something yes. about, you know, Sometimes I have a problem or, or I, you know, talking with people is like, you, you should be satisfied with what you have. And to me, that is, to me, that is comfort zone 101. It's like, I, me personally, I am so grateful for everything I have. A hundred percent grateful for my health, my wife, my kids, my grandkids. I am so grateful, but I am never satisfied. I am never, because to me, if I'm satisfied with where I am, that's all I'm ever going to be. And that, to me, right. that that's what yeah. scares the crap out of me is like, this is not all I ever want to be. So if, if I want to be, I've got to get out of that comfort zone. I've got to get out and I've got to right. grow. And it's tough. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah. And I believe in being content, but never satisfied. Right. So like I might be on my way towards a certain goal. And here's where people make a mistake too, is I'll be happy when, when I hit that goal, when I have this financial windfall, then I'll be happy. So no, you need to be happy in the moment, but then push yourself to what is that next thing that's possible. So for me, one of the things that drives me is I don't want to get to the end of my life and realize that I could have done more. I wish I would have done this. I wish I would have done that. I'd rather take the pain right now, being uncomfortable, to be able to do something bigger and then be able to impact more people. And yeah. That's what it's all about yeah. for me. And that pain, that is, that is the success. The, the pain is this, yeah. th that is the uh, success. You know, one of the things that, that I did and it goes along with this is I was at one point literally almost 300 pounds and I was wow. completely overweight and I set a goal to do an Ironman. And again, I had no idea what the hell I was doing, but it's an Ironman's a, a <laughs> pretty big, pretty big thing. I couldn't run to my cupboard yeah. to get my, you know, ding dongs out to <laughs> let alone do an Ironman. But I knew it for me, it wasn't doing the Ironman. It wasn't finishing the Ironman. It wasn't going across the line. It was like, I knew in order to be at that spot, what I was going to have to develop personally, who I was going to have to be become in order to yes. get to that spot. It had nothing to do with finishing the line and, and, and doing an Ironman. It's like, I know I've got to be a much better person. And, and, and it was painful. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that training was painful. Yeah. And I believe that with any goal, any goal worth accomplishing isn't about hitting the goal. It's about the person you need to become to hit that goal. Right. And that's a perfect example. So I'm curious for you because that does go back to, I mean, everybody moves in life with pain and pleasure. Either I want to move away from pain or move towards pleasure. So for you, obviously, and I've helped people with weight loss stuff all the time, you, we want to eat more because that's a pleasure. Right. Working out, exercising, doing the things that we need to do, that's painful. So what was the shift for you? Because obviously it had to be painful enough to say, I don't want to continue to live like this. I'm going to associate the pleasure with losing the weight, completing the Ironman. Right. So what was that I think shift the for big, you? To uh, so for the, at that point, I was just at that point, this was like in 2008 timeframe, and I was just kind of getting into the mindset thing and learning. I had done some amazing things uh, with starting a company and doing this stuff, but I, was, I had such a uh, – 
thinking I was just lucky, uh, imposter syndrome. You know, I didn't, yeah. I didn't know how I did it. I did, I thought I was just lucky. I didn't know that the, there was a process to it. And I started doing this mindset. I'm like, okay, I'm going to put this to the test. And at the time, my granddaughter was actually born. So that was the right at the time that I'm like, you know what? I am almost 300 pounds. If I want to be around for my grandkids and, and do this stuff, I'm going to have to change. And that was kind of the driving force of why. Yeah. At the same time of testing, I want to see if this shit really works. I want to, yeah. <laughs> I want to yeah. see if this if, if this mind stuff. So you know, I'm going to put it to the test. And uh, yeah, so that's a uh, you know that's what drove it. It was the uh, I, I was willing to go through the pain for the pleasure of being around longer. Yeah. for the family. Yeah. yeah, and that's a huge conversation, and it does start with why. If anybody hasn't read the book from Simon Siddick, start with why. I yeah. definitely recommend it. But that reminds me of a patient we had years ago. When we first opened our practice. He came in. I, I spoke at an event and asked him why he was there. And actually, at the event, I talked about your big why. What is that? And he told me uh, he had just came off of quadruple bypass surgery. And he said he was laying in the hospital, and they came and they laid his grandson on his lap. Yeah. And he said, in that moment, I decided I'm going to be healthy so I can see him grow up. And he went from 65 years old, quadruple bypass heart surgery to he ran Ironman. And he's actually running multiple Ironman now, yeah. but all because he connected himself to a bigger why. Yeah. And I'm just curious, why do you think it takes such a act to get us to get off our asses? Because, you know, it took you almost drowning. It's like, <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. got to be a better way to yeah. have that light click on before. But but you hear about it all the time. People who've been in these near death experiences, they all of a sudden have some clarity on what's important and and what their purpose is and what. what I, I just I I, I right. don't know why that happens. I, I wish it would happen to anybody on a daily basis. On oh yeah, that's exactly why I want to be here and why I want to do what I want to do. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah that's. Again, it was a wake-up call for me. So that's part of it is once you go through something like that, life has a different meaning because it's like it could have been taken away from me immediately. Right. We That's true for all of us sitting right here. Like something you can – car accidents, things happen all the time. But until you're actually in that and, and face it, then it's not real to you. Right. But, man, in that moment, once you go through that, you're like, man, life is so precious. And then all the other stuff is meaningless. Like yeah. the week before I had my near-death experience, I had just bought a very expensive car. It's something I'd worked for. It represented the things that I'd accomplished, who I'd right. became. But then after I go through that, that car meant nothing to me. Yeah. Because it's like that's meaningless compared to life and what I'm here to give. Yeah. And that's so funny. There was I can't remember who what the saying was, but he – they got disappointed because their car broke down and then they, so they had to walk and then their ankle broke and it's like the car didn't matter anymore. Now their ankle was, and then, you know, it keeps, <laughs> yeah. it keeps going. It's like, yeah, your perspective yeah. on, on what matters really does change based on the, you know, the experience that you're, that you're going through. Yeah. And that reminds me of an old proverb. I don't even know where it came from, but the guy was complaining. He was like, I used to complain about my legs hurting. And then I met a man that had no legs. Yep. And it's like, that's the perspective right there. Yeah. Yeah. That's perspective. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and so what, you know, you're, you're doing your, uh, your, your chiropractor stuff. You still do that, but you do your whole coaching, your masterminds, your, you know, all the things you do for mindset and, and that whole, what type of stuff do you, do you do? Yeah. So it started, um, and it started years ago when I was just coaching chiropractors, I started there and then their businesses started taking off. And now one of the, the things I love the most is retreats. 
I love hosting mastermind retreats, but I also run, I do uh, group coaching. I do one-on-one coaching as well. And what I really love doing is helping people step into their power. Because like you said, there's a genius within all of us. Right. And I believe we need to activate that power. For some people, they've had, they had that at one time, but it kind of died along the way. The flame's kind of gone out. But no matter if you've experienced it or not, there is a power inside of you. When you step into right. your power, then you can live with more passion, purpose, peace, and profit is what I like to help people with. Right. And again, you got to help the profit side because once you figure out the money piece, that's when you can ask the real questions of, okay, purpose, identity, legacy, why you're here right. in the first place. Right. So I love just help walk, walking people through that. Yeah. I think, and, and I know some of the things that you do, you do your retreats and I, I love that, I guess that full immersion experience where you're there yeah. 24 by seven with, with people in a mastermind and it's, you know, it's really that full immersion, but I still think even traditional masterminds, I think that is one of the most important things for people to get into. Uh, you know, it goes back yes. to, it goes back to, you know, think and grow rich and stuff that, uh, you know, that Napoleon Hill talked about stuff that, which he didn't come up with, obviously. I mean, it was, he interviewed the, all the, you know, most successful people at the time and they all did what he you know said was was masterminds and i think that is probably yeah. one of the most valuable things for people especially yeah. getting into stuff uh to do right yeah and that's one of the biggest things that had the most impact on my life and because it's all about i like to call it relationship capital some of the best capital you can have is the people you connect to yeah and think about us it wasn't an actual mastermind we were actually speaking at an event together but that event connected us and it allowed us to connect deeper well, that's really what a mastermind is about, is connecting great people with, that are like-minded. And Napoleon Hill talks about basically creating a supermind because you can combine the power of each other's knowledge and experience and create something really great. And for me, I had been a part of masterminds for years. I still do. And, but that's what led me to hosting my own masterminds, whether it's just mastermind groups or retreats as well. But it's because I went to so many myself and I saw the transformation yeah. and I'm like, okay, I want to help other people break through as well. Yeah. And it, I truly, and not only do I believe, I know for certain from experience that when you get people together, uh, you, you have access to ideas, you have access to thoughts, you have access to these things that you do not have by yourself. You, you don't have, and, and one of the things that I like to, if you ever heard of, you know, draft horses, you know, the horses that pull, I think they say one horse can pull 8,000 uh, pounds and you think, okay, well two, they can pull what, 16. I'm not a math genius, but that's, that's an easy one, <laughs> but it's not, they could, two of them can pull 24,000 pounds. And it's like, that's right, the, multiplies. That, that is the, you know, the, the, and that's what the think to me, that's what the thinking power of a mastermind does is it, it multiplies. It's not just the two or the three or the four people or the eight people, you know, it, it's the combination of those is just incredible compared to what, uh, what each person is individually. Yeah, so that is. Yeah, and, and to speak to the mindset around putting yourself around the right people, uh, there's a story, very wealthy man, I think it was Odessus Anassis, I think that was his name, but very wealthy man back in the day, and a, a reporter interviewed him, and they said, You've amassed all this wealth. What would you do if you lost it tomorrow? And he said, Well, I would go out, I would get a job, I would save up $500, and I would go out to a restaurant that cost $500. And then I'd do it again the next day. I'd go back to work. I'd save up $500. I'd go to a restaurant that cost $500. And he, said, he started saying it again. The reporter stopped him and said, why would you keep wasting $500 on a dinner when you don't have any money? And he said, that's the difference between my success and others. He's like, I believe 
that I need to invest that $500 to get me around the people who are spending $500 for dinner because I know that's going to create a a partnership, something that's going to actually catapult my success faster and be able to make all my money back. Yeah. Proximity absolutely matters. And and also, (laughs) you know, not only does proximity, but who you learn from, I think truly truly matters. You know, who, who you surround yourselves to learn, who you surround, you know, it's not just for yeah. connections. It's, I, th- I think it, it makes a huge difference on, on who you, who you actually learn from. And yeah. And so good and bad, because a lot yeah. of people aren't realizing you are learning from the people around you right now. So maybe you need to look at who you're allowing to speak into your life because a lot of people are unaware of the negative influences that are having instead yeah. of creating those positive influences that they need. Yeah. Oh, that, that is so true. That is so true. So where, what is the best way for someone to get in touch with you to, to look at working with you? Yeah. Yeah. Feel free to message me. Um, uh, Facebook, Instagram is Dr. Justin Mosley, but I have a free Facebook group. It's the mindset doctor community. Uh, I love connecting with people in there as well. And yeah. And I want to go back to something you said earlier about the reason we do this is that impact that you can make. Yeah. I know you've done an amazing with your podcast. So if anybody listening to this, is there something sticks out that he says, message Sean. Let yeah. him know the impact that it's making. Because yeah. I know for me, I know for Sean too, it's like when we get those messages, it's like all of this is worth it. Yeah, absolutely. And it, make, it, it helps push us along to say, hey, I'm going to go help that next person. And make yeah, that impact. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and we're going to put, uh, put all this in the show notes as well, but there's, there is, you know, so on your website, you do have your, uh, ebook that you have. Tell people about the, because I, I think that is fantastic. And this is absolutely free to people to go there and get. And this yes, resource yeah. is amazing. Yeah. And there's a couple resources. So the ebook is all about keys for mindset mastery and just helping you become aware. And a lot of things, that's the good and bad of mindset. Some of the mindset stuff is really easy, but we don't apply it. Yep. <laughs> so uh, that's that's what it takes. It's actually just applying the things and do it with repetition. Consistency is key, and then you can make life change. I also have a free goal setting workshop that's on there that I recorded. That you feel free to watch that too. Is on my website. Yeah, yeah, and, and you know, so you mentioned that, but one of the things that that I do is I have a. Uh, it's they call it an optical illusion, but it's not an optical illusion. It's just how your mind, how your subconscious actually presents it to you. But it's a checkerboard, and Basically, that's two colors that are identical, but they look completely separate. They look mm. completely separate, but they're the I- same color. It's your subconscious. It's what it tells you that it should look wow. like because it's based on patterns <laughs> and stuff. And it's like, yep. so even though, and, and I'll prove it to them. I'll show them this is, they're the same color. I'll pull them up next to each other. Same color, pull it back down. It's like they're different colors. It's like your mind is telling you what to do. And even though you consciously know that they're the same color, you can't force yourself to see those, you, you can't force your, your mind set. You can't force your, your subconscious mind to see those as the same color. Yeah. Consciously they're, <laughs> you know, we've been programmed, but that goes into that. And it's a, a great, yeah. great little tool, but. And I love stuff like that. Cause it just shows one, the power of the mind, but then also <laughs> yeah. the filters that we see through yeah. too, because, and then the more we start to f- realize that everything that we're going through life, our experiences is through the filter of what we've been through. Yeah. And if somebody comes to you and they have a different point of view, a lot of times we judge their point of view based on what we think is yeah. right. Based on the our reality filter. is, yep. yeah, people aren't going through life trying to do the wrong thing. Everybody thinks they're doing it right from their point of view. So that's one of the easiest things is try to start to see, well, why do other people do the things that they're doing? 
And maybe I can start to see from their lens, their filter, and we can kind of compromise. Maybe you are right in the way you see it, but you can start to understand, well, why would they see it this way? And that really helps a lot with conflict resolution. I think that's probably one of the biggest things we need in our society right now. We, are, we seem to be so divided. We, we've got to yeah. understand that people's perspectives are, it's their filter. It's what they see. Right. It's not right. It's not wrong. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. how they see it. And I think, boy, I'll tell you, I think we need more of that because it's, uh, uh, people are getting yeah. very decisive on what they think and they, they think they're the only way yeah. it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And that's, that's the thing too. No matter who's right or wrong, it's just the reality is you do you. Let them be them and not put your judgments upon someone else based on, again, their filters, their perceptions of the world. Yeah. Oh, well, it has been absolutely fantastic having you. I'm glad we, so we've yeah. been trying to schedule this for like a month or two, <laughs> a couple of yeah, actually, yeah. actually a couple of months and we both been tied up and we've both been busy, but, uh, thanks so much. I know you've got so much going on with, uh, with your, uh, mindset doctor stuff and also your, your clinic. Uh, congratulations to everything as well. And, uh, yes. Yeah. All right. Yes. Thank you so much. This is fun. Thank you so much for tuning into the podcast today. And be sure to go check out the links for Dr. Justin Mosley as well as myself. And on the links is a free six human needs assessment test. Uh, this test was done by Tony Robbins and Chloe Medane. It's a fantastic human needs test. Uh, and it's important to understand that these six human needs are not merely goals or desires, but they are profound needs that underlie and motivate every choice, every belief, and every decision we make. And because they are the driving force behind all of our behaviors, you know, understanding these needs and the vehicles used to meet them, uh, we will better understand why life is the way it currently is, and more importantly, how to facilitate change. The six human needs assessment finds your top core needs and then explains how to improve and balance your life. So be sure to check out all the links in the show notes. And if you enjoyed listening to this, please take a second to rate the show on iTunes. Every podcaster will tell you that iTunes reviews drives listeners to our shows. So please let me know what your thoughts are, uh, any suggestions for the show, and make sure you subscribe using your favorite podcast player. It means so much to me and to the guests. Until next week, remember to always think big.